Hey guys, it is your boy, me, and oh the no, prince. sorry, uh, yeah, prince, the prince, the prince, but and it's me, the prince, the prince, the the the, the prince. And, and me. me, yeah. Now this is our first Ooh, it's official uh, official podcast episode, and it is airing on the very first day of 2024, my dude. So that means we have all the hype in the world going into this all next year. Now, probably all drunk watching this, unless you're under 21. But hey, <laughs> yeah. Hope to God if you're under 21, you are not drunk. That would be the preference. By the time you are watching this, when this is airing, we are currently driving back home from Atlantic City, New Jersey. Where I beat Nick Gage for the world title. That didn't happen. (laughs) Okay, yeah, maybe not. He's not even the champion. He's not? It'd be great if he was, but he's not. I don't keep up with the GCW in my bag. I'm sorry. But this guy does. But see, that's the great dynamic we have here. Because this man keeps up. So first, hold on. First, you tell me you don't like Waffle House. Yeah. Then you tell me you don't keep up with the GCW. That's accurate. Boom. All I'm going to say is I think it's best because this Mark doesn't watch wrestling on the mainstream, but I do, but I don't watch the NBC, but this fucking Mark does. All I watch is the independence. So I feel like that makes for a good dynamic of, you know, you having the knowledge that no one needs to know, but I have the knowledge everyone needs to know. So it's a nice medium. I hate him. I love you. You are the best. Also, we got head back there. Head. Head is what back there. What do you want? No, 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 head, but, but he's, 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 He's got head. Know, he's feeling a bit anxious because it's the first episode. We're just gonna let him chill down back there. Uh, but if he wants to say something later on, then he can. But the, on this very first episode, uh, we are going to actually go over things uh, we got wrong last time. I'm not. Yes. We got wrong. Uh, so last time in episode zero, we said that Ridge Holland has injured another person, another man, and we spit on his name like some fucking degenerates i'm not gonna lie it was a storyline it was a storyline and honestly it's a work brother it's a work and honestly god i do not know how to feel about it because how do we're wrestlers yes and we couldn't tell that it was a work well but to be fair it was literally just one photo it was one photo true it wasn't and, on tv and, and it I was still haven't watched it and it was because it, it was one photo, and we just heard the name Ridge Holland, and we just assumed, fuck this guy. The only issue I have with them kind of doing this is the only thing it makes me think of is Big E and how he's probably never going to fucking wrestle again. So for the sake of building up Ridge Holland, it is good, I guess, to maybe get that bad taste out of the mouth by making it into – a re, like kind of like it, it's blending reality with wrestling, which was last time I said they rarely do. And honestly, God, I do like it when they do that. So I'd be hypocrite to say it's not exactly a good thing. It's just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And it's probably not the way they really should have went out with the show. But yeah. it, it, to be fair with NXT specifically, it's not the first time they've done a injury angle at the end of the show. So it's not out of character for them. But again, it's like, I, don't, I just don't know how to feel about it. Because if I was in the arena, that would have ruined my fucking night. I it's go just on. with the wrong guy. Yeah. Like, and it's not anything against Rich Holland. It is, but it isn't. Yeah. If he hurt, he hurt Gargano. He hurt Biggie. And the one, um, uh, one well, of the deadly uh, guy. Pretty deadly guys. I forget which one got hurt. Either I can tell them apart. I just forgot which one got hurt. Yeah. So it's like, why you choose the guy who actually hurt those three? 
Because they're trying to rebuild his brand. Like, I get if you want to make it seem like it's real. Because wrestling is still real to me, damn it. It's still real but to like, me. like, wrong guy. Wrong guy. But uh, overall, I guess if they're going to rebuild his brand, <laughs> I guess do it this way. With that being said, uh, another thing that we talked about last week that is blending into this to me is the Creed Brothers. Last week, I was really up and up on them. I, I may have said I wanted them to win the tag titles. And honestly, I still kind of do. Did they win them on Raw? No. What actually happened was they had a, a fucking fantastic main event that I gave an 8 out of 10, genuinely. It was a great match. There is only two issues. <clears throat> issues I see being foreboding in the future. And something that I realized was an issue the first time I saw it, which is their fucking finisher. Their finisher looks really good. It looks devastating. It looks like it hurts people. But at the same time, it looks like it fucking hurts people. You got it does hurt people. <laughs> they, I saw a clip. The only thing I saw from the entire match, he landed on Damian Priest's fucking head. Be careful. Yeah. And to be fair, with that move, it's hard as fuck. It's hard as fuck. With this new breed of NXT guys, they're trying new things, which is not a bad thing. But at the same time, it's things that can be potentially dangerous. I saw there was a Grayson Waller versus Carmelo Hayes. Uh, and Grayson Waller did this thing where they're both on the top rope. Grayson Waller puts his leg over fucking uh, Kamal, uh, Carmelo's head and fucking was it does a flip, and Carmelo like domes himself, basically. I did see that. It's an amazing, it's a creative-ass move, but that scared the fuck out of me. But the thing about the Creeds versus Judgment Day is they are new, and they decided to put them in the main event of Raw, which, again, up to this point, they've been doing nothing but testing them, putting them through a gauntlet. They're testing them, which I appreciate, but that there's going to be some error. Yeah. And at the end of that fucking match, you can't, again, it's one of those things you can't tell if it's a work or not, but does not... It doesn't feel like it. It was uh, Damian Priest pinning Julius Creed. One, two, three. And then it looked like awkwardly that Julius Creed kicked out either right after or right before the three. Really? Yeah. It, like He kicked out in an awkward way where I saw it. I was like, what the fuck's up with that? I'm going to start doing this podcast. I think I need to start watching Raw and SmackDown. No, but it's good because you can, you can give your insight on the indies you saw. Until I watch. Yeah, exactly. That's not a bad thing. I mean, maybe I should watch more Indies and you should watch more Raw. See, I don't watch Raw because I'm at training. I don't, I mean. And I don't watch SmackDown because SmackDown. To Roman be fair. Not, I'm not. To be very fair, I watch Raw on a semi-consistent basis. I more so watch review shows and then I watch the actual product. That's what I might have to do. I might have to watch like highlights on YouTube the next day. Yeah, because I'm not going to blame you. I can you. do that in 20 minutes. If you miss Raw, you're not going to go back the next day and watch a three-hour show, especially if you have something else to fucking yeah. do. Tuesdays is usually our wrestling, my wrestling day as well. So um, I go four or five days a week. Technically, we're doing this in the middle of AEW being uh, live. AEW is live currently. Yes, and we are not watching it, which is I, I think is fine. Uh, I, I haven't watched an AEW show in Jesus. <laughs> I mean, even I don't even have to watch it to keep up with it. Honestly. John Zandig. Jesus, Jesus. Um, speaking of AEW, uh, the Devil, the Devil. Who was it? Someone brought up. I think. Uh, one of the people, one of the people from our wrestling school, brought up a great idea. The person behind the Devil Mask should be Jack Perry. Now listen to me. 
it makes sense. It makes sense in a little bit because Jack Perry and MJF have had a feud. And on top of that, Jack Perry is essentially when he returns the devil because he's technically the person that the audience will have viewed took out CM Punk from the company. So for him to be the devil of AEW in comparison to MJF makes sense and would build him up to put him on that level with MJF. Thoughts? I mean, yes and no, but Adam Cole, baby. It's going to break my heart. That would make more sense. That would make more sense in the in the terms of the storyline. I give you that. Break my heart, but it's probably gonna be Adam Cole. Baby, baby. Well, if if it is Adam Cole, that is the predictable one. But honestly, I'm not a bad one. We all know Wardlow's in it. We all fucking know Wardlow. Wardlow. Overrated or um. Overrated. My God. Oh my God. That was. A while back, I was, all right. I was there when Wardlow won the TNT title for the first time. Okay, out of the what is it, four or five now? Four or five, two week long, too title fucking runs. many times. And they're all like two weeks long. And the only one that was lengthy was boring as shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I was there when he won it for the very first time from Scorpio Sky in a 10 minute squash match. Scorpio Sky it got done so fucking dirty. Scorpio Sky, and I get he was hurt at the time, but like Wardlow. <laughs> Wardlow was hot at the time, so I get it. He was hot, and then they did a, a lawsuit angle. Here's, here's what I don't understand. They did something. I swear Wardlow became number one contender to the world title. Punk got hurt, so uh, I, don't, I don't want to challenge for the title with Punk. So I'm going to go for the lower... Why would you do have him? Why do would that? why would you put you it could that have way? Easily put him in the tournament for the interim champion. Uh, have him go to the finals and build him up against Moxley, and you could have had him be like a star there. Yeah, you could. Instead, you put him in the mid card. <laughs> you squash people, everybody, every match, same match, boring as shit. Mm. Reminded me. No, I'm not saying he, he's more talented, obviously, but like it reminded me of Goldberg <laughs> because it's the same shit. Every match. It's powerbomb, uh, powerbomb. Clothesline, clothesline, fucking powerbomb, powerbomb, powerbomb. Maybe you get a swanton bomb. Maybe you get a swanton if you're lucky. Um, it's, it's the fucking it's – a, it's a longer Goldberg match. It's a different – With la- cooler moves. It's a different landscape of like wrestling. It's a different landscape. It's unsure if you can really do that nowadays. Squash matches now aren't what they used to be. Yeah. Squash matches you can should only really have maybe – one or max two a show, I'd say. Like, if, and if you're gonna do two, do not have them side by side. You have to kind of like waver that out. And there's also at the time of Jade Cargill squashing everybody too. And if you're and gonna just tiring to see. And if you're thing. gonna do it, especially if you're building up a star, utilize local talent before you get to the talent that you have signed. Right before you automatic start squashing Scorpio Sky and squashing. I don't even remember who the fuck he faced during the ring. That's how boring it was. Yeah. He, he, I can't name one defense he had. I can't either, if I'm being honest, because it was forgettable. Because they, I mean, they had obviously Paros Hobbs. Obviously, he faced off against him. In one of them. It wasn't in the first one. Um, I know, the first Joe. one, he lost it to Joe. Yeah, Joe. Then Joe lost it to Darby. Joe beat Darby. Then Joe lost it to Wardlow. Wardlow lost it to Hobbs. Then he beat Hobbs. It's too convoluted. What you should not be flip flopping it to this extent. 
Honest to God. You should not be flip-flopping into this. That's extent. why I'm glad they're doing what they're doing now with Christian Cage. Christian Cage is guy. Christian Cage, father of the year. And honest to God, Christian Cage has made it so that it, the TNT Championship is legitimately next to the AEW Championship in some regards. Yeah. Obviously, MJF's... Another one that, I mean, recently has kind of gone down a little bit, but was on that level for the longest time, the international title with Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I wouldn't watch AEW, like, but I would watch... Orange Cassidy matches every time he was on. Because the international title is the workhorse title. It's not necessarily the story title. It's just the workhorse and putting your all into it. And this is one of the occasions where it's not their fault that, like, it wasn't in the booking that everything that's happened recently has been shit with it. It was all injuries. Yeah. Every bit of it. Like, Moxley would have had a lengthy run, but he got hurt. So they had to last minute put it on Phoenix they didn't want it on Phoenix, so they had to put it back on Orange Cassidy. Yeah, which honestly, in that regard, I mean, I wouldn't have done anything really different other than uh, maybe the referee counting the pinfall the first time against Moxley. You know, that yeah. I, I would have did that different. Um, it's just kind of annoying because honestly, God, Phoenix is one of the AW originals, so you want to see him nothing against Orange Cassidy because I love him. He was great. Mm. I would have kept that belt on Phoenix. Yeah. Because, like, what is he doing now? Nothing. Nothing. He, Has he even been on TV since? The best, like, the best friends have, have been the greatest example of AEW not actually caring about their AEW originals in that regard a lot. Right. The best friends should have won the titles years ago. Or at least the at least the trios. At right. least like with something. Like Rocky Romero or Orange Cassidy. Speaking of the trios, the trios are in an abysmal fucking state. Like, I love the acclaimed, but, like, they I haven't heard shit from them or about them since they won the belts. They should have kept the tag titles on them. They should not have taken them off them to the fucking guns. No, like the the moment like I get the heat was cool, like good, like one heat. Yeah, cool. And when you won the claim to eventually lose them, you could have had the guns still beat them. So no, you don't ruin any of your other teams. But like that was too early. The acclaim yeah. was still hot. See, my my issue was that the heat because I watched that match when they lost them live. The heat was to me bad because the heat was not. I didn't watch live, so I the, the heat was not booing. The heat was deadpan silence. Oh, for real? It, it, it was like it was very quiet. It was not like boo. It was like really, you took them off at this early, and it was just like every, whenever the guns won after that, it was just like the heat wasn't there. It wasn't until they joined Bullet Club Gold that they actually got some legitimate good heat because they were right by like. Jay White and Juice Robinson were two amazing talent. And I think Bullet Club Gold is what you doing over there, Head? Head, you talking? Head, are you talking shit to me? Head's talking shit to me. Why is Head floating? Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you see that? I don't think Head was sentient. Oh, he's floating, dude. He's floating. He's floating. Whoa, I didn't mean to talk shit to you, okay? We're cool, right? Can I? Okay, we're cool. Okay, okay. All right, okay. I know you're sick. I got my glasses on. Don't give oh me the finger. I'm sorry. Head's on his period. Can I have my glasses on? It's, it, it's, it's, it's okay. It, he's, head has left the podcast. Why head, did you, head is going right off the rails. Why did you? It's off um, the rails again. Speaking of getting back on the rails, something that we should have did in the beginning was actually say the, the point of this podcast, this specific one. Which is the we're gonna go going over the money in the bank winners and ranking them. I forgot about this. He did forget about this. <laughs> it's something we should have really brought up in the beginning. Listen, we're still new to podcasting, okay, guys. 
We're trying our best. But I have my phone and I have written down notes. We miscommunicated. He's got top 10. I've gone through all of the fucking Money in the Bank winners. I'm not doing that. I have a top 10, though. You have a top... <laughs> he didn't do it. He didn't do it, but I will. I will. Because when he described it to me originally, all I heard was top 10. I didn't hear... Maybe I did say top 10. I didn't hear, you know, we're going to go through all of the Money in the Bank cash-ins. But I will levy you and get your opinions on the cash-ins. Okay. I will try to fucking go through these as fast as humanly possible. I'm going to get heat for my top 10, but I don't give a fuck. It's my opinion. So after we're done going over, after we're done going over these, he'll give the top ten and have what order he has them in. So the ten fir- to one, ten to one. Uh, the first one was Edge. Edge. He cashed in on John Cena at New Year's Resolution 2005, won, and proceeded to hold the title for 21 days before losing it back to John Cena. Um, with that being said, after John Cena just got his ass kicked in an elimination chamber match. With that being said. This is the only one for me that I will not hold any grievances of the title length because it was a historic moment and actually implemented and made it so that this is the idea of the money in the bank. It got everyone's fucking attention and made it look good. Yes. Um, so I gave it an S as in a star rating was beautifully done, even though the rain was short as all hell and he lost it right back to the guy. I gave it, uh, I didn't do, I didn't do the rating like that, but I'm going to give it an A. An A. An A. Hell yeah. No. S. An A. Oh, he brought it up. Oh, fuck. Then we got RVD. And he cashed it on John Cena and won and retained his ECW title with it. And went on to lose it 22 days after to Edge. Because because of... Because he got pulled over with weed, basically. When it was illegal. When it was illegal. So he lost at 20. And mind you, I don't have all the days for every single one, but for this one, I do. 22 days to edge. 22. Uh, this I, hurts me. Rob Van Dam is my favorite wrestler of all time. And that match against John Cena in that moment of him winning the championship is so beyond good. Are we cursing on this? Fuck it, yeah. So fucking beautiful. So fucking amazing. Oh my God. S plus. I gave it. Oh my god, he gave it the fucking plus. So I just gave it. I'm giving it a Dave Meltzer seven and a half star rating. I'd give it like out of five. I'd give it a four and a half. Beautiful moment. Just ruined by weed, but at the same time, no, it wasn't ruined by weed. Ruined. It was ruined by police. Fuck the police. Fuck twelve. They fucked over RVD. Head's agreeing. Head is agreeing. I'm so glad he's back. Head randomly started repping CZW. But now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Uh, Mr. Kennedy. He didn't happen. He lost a briefcase to Edge. Edge cashed in on Undertaker. And Kennedy wasn't even injured. Um, They thought he was hurt. So they put the case on Edge. Turns out he wasn't even hurt. And he was only off TV for three weeks. They really did not. I think after the Randy Orton thing, they really just did not like him. The Randy Orton thing was two years later. Oh, was it? Yes. See, this is why this man is. The Randy Orton thing is what led him leaving the company. Oh my God. Okay, so they legitimately. They legitimately got startled. They got startled. They were like, "You're hurt. We, you got the money in the bank. Uh, you need to immediately fucking lose it." They needed to get the belt off the Undertaker because the Undertaker was hurt too. If they really wanted. 
Mr. Kennedy to be a big deal. They literally should have saw the statement, oh, you're injured. That'll make it so that when you return, you'll cash in on the, the money in the bank. It'll genuinely be unexpected. But they, they thought he was going to be out for like eight or nine months. That still would have been. Wait, but no, this is only three weeks after he won the case, though. So he still would have been. He would have been fine. That would have been absolutely fine. It's just at that point, Vince McMahon was in charge and Vince McMahon hates long-term booking for whatever fucking reason. And then reason. they were originally going to bring back Kennedy with the uh, Vince McMahon's son storyline. And then uh, what was it? A, Chris Benoit. Then Chris um, right next, we moving do, along. Uh, next one, uh, Edge. No, no. The next one was CM Punk. Oh, CM Punk. CM Punk. Which one was? I get them confused. Is this the one he cashed in on Edge? Or? He cashed in on Edge, and after Edge. after Batista beat the living shit out of Batista, him, he held the title for sixty nine days before losing it to Jericho in a scramble match that he was not even in. But he got. Uh, storyline injured by Randy yeah. Orton. He got beaten up before the match and by legacy and was just taken out of the match entirely and Chris Jericho beat the sh- like won the title. Um, I gave it an A for the crowd reaction um, and the surprise of the actual cash-in, but the only reason it's an A, because I back then I loved CM Punk, but I, I still kind of love him a little bit, but um, I loved it for the crowd I love reaction. CM Punk the wrestler. The wrestler. The wrestler is good. It's just the person is a little wish-washy, you know? Um, but um, I'm going to give that one a B plus. The yeah. match was really good. Um, other than like the cashing was cool, but like the cashing was only like a few minutes. It, 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 he came in and, there was and a also bit- I uh, a little different because I'm younger, so I wasn't watching wrestling when I was a year and a half old when he cashed in the case. <laughs> so I don't know like how it actually. The moment was. I, I I listened to the crowd reaction. The crowd reaction was relatively decent, and uh, I think he just went in there and fucking GTS Edge, and he hit him with a go to sleep, and, and then just finished. Which is, yeah, Edge I think, in jeans and a gray T-shirt. It depends on the context. I'm fine with the money in the bank being like back and forth for a second, but it's entirely dependent on the situation. Especially with CM Punk being a face, you know, get in there, fucking hit the GTS, done. That's fine. I wouldn't like I, if he was since he was a baby. I wouldn't have went for the GTS because he's taking advantage. He's a baby face, though. Yeah. I would have had him come in, try to pin him. He kicks out. What the fuck? Um, goes for a couple of moves and then hits the door. Yeah, and someone later on this list does that really well. We'll go to that. Yeah. Uh, Jack Swagger. I gave it a D. We didn't rate the second CM Punk one. Was there a second CM Punk? He won it twice in a row. Did he? All right, well, then you go. WrestleMania 24 and WrestleMania 25. And then he cashed in this one on Jeff Hardy. Wow, that was not on the list that I saw. But you have a memory, so why don't you give it a rating since I did not look that one um, up. It was worse than the other one, <laughs> B-. minus. Uh, I watched this moment back uh, maybe four years after it happened and still got fucking pissed that he beat Jeff Hardy. Pissed me off so much. Okay. All right. Well, actually, I do not have a memory of that, so I will go with your B-. minus. But that sounds like ass. If Jeff Hardy was at his peak... I'd give it a fucking D. I think Jeff Hardy just won the belt. Then I'd give it a fucking D. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> Jeff Hardy this is like peak. When and Jeff Hardy fuck- was like popular. This is right before he left the company. It was this before was this title reign before? This one was after the fucking blow up situation where he got fucking blown up on stage. Um yes. This is this is literally like two or three months after this whole storyline with Matt Hardy. <laughs> Okay, well, th- then so they- Jeff Hardy was like peak popularity, and then they had CM- 08 09 Jeff Hardy popularity 
and just fucking tanked. And then in comes CM Punk, and that led to a good feud between CM Punk and The Undertaker, but... Jeff Hardy got fucking cucked out of the world title yeah. yet again. Uh, but Now it's Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. F minus. We the people! I gave it... I gave it a D. F minus. A D. I you cast on Chris Jericho and won after Edge attacked Jericho. Proceed to have the blankest face you could possibly have after winning a world title, like a stone cold nothing face. Held the world title for eighty two days before losing it to Rey Mysterio. I have you ever watched the match where he won it? Uh, one like the case. <laughs> no. Climbs up the ladder, going to grab the case. It was just really out. Yay! Yay! It took him literally like two minutes. So he was happier winning the briefcase than the actual World Heavyweight title. He was, okay. And it uh, took him two minutes to unhook that case. I think He's literally just standing there fucking fidgeting. With the fucking thing. I think the other reason I didn't give it an F because overall, ever since I was younger, I did like Jackson. You know Spiders how long he held the case, right? No. Two days. WrestleMania happened, Raw happened, and then on the SmackDown taping, he beat Jericho. After Jericho just beat a returning edge. So it was in the same mental mindset. They, that literally means Vince McMahon went up to Jack Swagger after WrestleMania. Hey, kid, you're winning the world title, but you cannot express how fucking happy you are like you did in the fucking... That cash-in, to me, is the worst non-failed cash-in ever. That's a valid a point opinion. That's a valid opinion. I wish... And that's even including someone we'll get to in a minute. Um, Next one is Kane. And Kane, the first ever got to cash in the same day he won the briefcase. And the first time it was a SmackDown one. It yes, was the first time the, they did the brand split briefcases where there was three Money in the Bank matches in one fucking year. And that's why Jack Swagger lost it to Rey Mysterio, and then Rey Mysterio proceeded to lose it to Kane. Uh, Kane held the title for 154 days, so that's good. That means they actually had a plan with him. Some of these are really like See, they won it. Like Kane was doing some of the best – work of his career then but he had it was bad matches mm-hmm. and then bad story like his <laughs> matches his three pay-per-view matches in a row with the undertaker mm. on paper it's the undertaker and kane yeah so bad they that, that should have eventually gotten better but i don't think it did but let's go to the actual cash in the cash in i watched and i had an issue i had an issue <laughs> let me just read this so after Rey Mysterio beats Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger starts beating up Rey Mysterio. Kane runs in, no music, dry as fuck, beats the shot Jack Swagger to the back. And then Kane's music hits and he comes out with the briefcase and fucking wins the title. I'm sorry, but the point of the money in the bank is for it to be a surprise. That was not a surprise. You basically dangled it in front of our face that, hey, this guy that just won the money in the bank is in the same vicinity as the guy he could cash in, and Rey Mysterio was fucking down. So that took the fucking life out of the crowd, I would say. Um, he would go on to hold it for 154 days before losing it in a fatal four-way to Edge. I don't remember who else was in that match. Uh, Mysterio, Rey Mysterio and Alberto Del Rio. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I don't know. Fatal four-way. I mean, the storyline with Edge was, was so good. bad. I loved it. The where like Kane, where Edge fucking stole Paul Bearer. Here's why I hate it. Why? Edge kidnapped Paul Bearer. Okay, that's a every single week he's fucking with Kane. That means Edge was feeding and traveling Paul Bearer. 
Yeah, that's just fine. Every fucking week. <laughs> He's committed to the fucking thievery, and there was no police involved. That's the greatest part. There was no police involved. So bad. It's like... I it's love, actually so bad that it's actually entertaining. As a kid, like it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm saying it's not entertaining. Like, what can you put thought into the fucking like? Can you try to make it seem like it's real? <laughs> I, I was a kid and I lifted my suspense and disbelief all entirely just to watch Paul Bear get absolutely fucking tortured. And I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, even when Kane got him back, Kane just turned around and just chucked him off the side. And that's of something. another thing. <laughs> Kane gets back, works all those weeks to get back Paul Bear, which is making seem made Kane seem like a fucking caring babyface when he's supposed to be a heel against Babyface Edge. He saves Paul Bear just to throw him back in a fucking freezer. <laughs> And we don't see Paul Bearer for another three years. I'm fine with Paul Bearer getting screen time while he was still alive. That's all I could say. But at the same time, realistically, it was probably dog shit. I, that's why I gave it a C. A fucking C. What'd you, what would you give that entire uh, money? D. Oh. It's not an F. It's not an F. Uh, next one. The fucking Miz. And I gave that one an S. He cashed down Randy Orton, won and held the title for 160 days before losing it to John Cena in a triple threat match with John Morrison. Inside of a steel cage. Inside of a steel cage. Um, and he may have been at the WrestleMania defending his world title. So they had a plan for him. And the actual cash-in was hot as all fucking hell. I can see. And the, the match itself was a genuine back and forth. It was not As a heel coming in, you would probably want Randy Orton to get that suspense disbelief randy orton's him and randy did wrestle for a good five minutes yeah which i think was fine i think i think that was fine just giving the suspense that oh miz is probably this is gonna be they put over randy orton too and this would probably be the first time it was lost so that was like giving the suspense of that so that's why it's an s they actually had a plan for him and uh led to miz getting a concussion the rest main event of wrestlemania and uh, the rock giving him the win so i'm gonna give it a b that's fair the cash in was pretty cool then look where they go from there. 160 days of the same match against, for the most part, the same guy goes into the main event of WrestleMania. They're building it up beforehand about Cena and The Rock, so they're telling you already, we don't give a shit about our champion. Come watch The Rock play mind games with John Cena. See, that's the wins the match in a very bad match of a very bad WrestleMania just to lose the belt back to Cena another 21 days later. So why not just have John Cena win it at WrestleMania? After there were the highlight of this title reign, the best match he had in this title reign was against Jerry the King Lawler. I was popping so hard. I wanted to see Cheryl Arcus ask. What I'm going to say is my point of view is laced and biased because. And also, this is ass kisser Michael Cole. Fuck that version of Michael Cole. Yeah, like- Michael Cole now is goaded. But 2011 Michael Cole, fuck. Well, I mean, you didn't like the, you didn't like you didn't like Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole or Stone Cold to Boston as the guest referee. You didn't like that? I didn't like anything from that entire WrestleMania. (laughs) WrestleMania 27 is... What was the Undertaker's match that year? Was it like... Triple H. And the Undertaker almost died. Legit. So bad. It adds Spence, you know? 
There's nothing good about WrestleMania 27. I won't argue with you on that one, but what I will argue with is uh, Daniel Bryan. Fucking uh, beautiful. I gave it a B plus. B plus for B plus player. <laughs> Damn. Cashed in. This so I love the way he cashed in. He said he was gonna wait till WrestleMania, so you didn't expect him. <laughs> yeah. And he's a babyface. He turns heel on I think no, Big Show's a babyface. Never mind. Yeah. He turns heel. He comes in the Mark Henry beat the living shit out of the big show. Yeah. Which Mark Henry's reign should have lasted a bit longer, but yeah. neither here nor there. Mm. Mark Henry beats their dog shit out of the big show. Daniel Bryan's music hits as Mark Henry's still leaving the ring. Gives the briefcase to the referee and instantly pins the big show. One, two, three. And Quickest match ever. This- so amazing. And he celebrated like he won the World Series, like he did so much work. When he did nothing. I gave it. And he became a chicken shit heel, but in a great fucking way. Mm-hmm. And that title reign was fucking amazing. The only thing that was bad. Let me tell you. It was 105 days, so it was lengthy to an extent. He won it in four seconds to just lose it in made of in uh, WrestleMania in 18 seconds. Uh, My first WrestleMania, by the way. After he kissed AJ Lee, so I mean that put him over His a little. Kiss with AJ Lee was longer than the match. They were making out for a minute. It was fucking hot. It was hot. And to make it even worse, why was that the fucking opener? Because they had to start off hot. They that, very- that card was actually decent. Mm. It wasn't great. There was so many. There was a couple other matches you could have had as the opener. Yeah, but they had to put it in the, because they they had eighteen to- fucking seconds. The match they had the year before at WrestleMania on the kickoff show that ended in a disqualification that turned into a battle royal won by the Great Kali was better. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is it did kick off his fucking storyline of being an underdog that the WWE hated, despite the, the fact that WWE gave him money. So that is a plus to me, which is the plus in B+. B-plus. The next one is, oh, my God, I went all the way back up. Uh, Alberto! F. It was an F. Alberto Del Rio ca- said. cashed in on CM Punk. One after Kevin Nash attacked CM Punk. Uh, he held it for 35 days before losing it to John Cena. And the reason it's an F is because it derailed the summer of Punk. Derailed Here's it. probably another thing What you probably don't have on there. You probably don't know this. He lost it to John Cena after only 35 days. To win it back from John Cena another 14 days later. To lose it back to CM Punk a month later. So it was done for no reason other than to say, other than CM Punk. For them to literally say fuck CM Punk and to derail Punk's title reign by three more extra months that you didn't need to do. And they had a dog shit hell in a cell match during this title reign. That was a triple threat match. And, you know, CM Punk is hot. You think Punk's going to win. They throw John Cena out of the cell to have Punk eat the pin from Alberto Del Rio. After the Miz and R-Truth come in to beat up and what I will say is I'm so glad they decided to have Punk lose it to Alberto Del Rio. To have modern day Alberto Del Rio come out to an audience of 30 people. They really... 30 is being generous. They thought really a lot in the future about that one. So after this... Oh, wait, no. Dolph Ziggler 
Dolph Ziggler S for that crowd S reaction. Plus, plus. And what I will say is a grand example of how we should build suspense in a match in a cash. No, S plus plus S plus. S plus plus. Yeah, with a what, 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 why not the extra plus? You'll see. We'll get there. S plus. He held it for 69 days to lose it back nice. to to lose it back to Alberto Rio. Uh, because I believe he got an injury. He got concussed. He got concussed and had yeah, to lose the belt. And, like, it hurts looking at what happened with that title reign because, like, Ziggler deserved that moment. And that moment was so beautiful. That is the – that is one of the top three greatest cashings in history, and almost anybody puts that on their list. Yeah. That crowd was fucking electric in New York. Yeah. Um, made me a little sad at the time – for the fact that I was supposed to be there and I got lied to and I wasn't there, but uh, you know, either way, Sucks. the moment was fucking beautiful. Mwah. Chef's kiss, and uh, he fucking got hurt. And then uh, ten, 10 years later, he uh, gets fired and never gets the title back. You had to bring that up, didn't you? But now he gets to work the indies and he gets to do comedy. Dolph on the indie. What I'm seeing right now is Dolph Ziggler is going to pull a Drew McIntyre. He's going to work the indies for like five years, come back, and be a main event. Drew's going to come back at like 47 years old. You got to remember, Dolph's 41 or 42. Dude, they had Edge come back. They had Edge come back in the main event of WrestleMania. You can never he say stopped never. wrestling for nine years. Listen, CM Punk returned to WWE. Anything can happen in WWE. Don't you forget that, buddy. Anything but... Ricochet getting a push. We can't have that. We can't have that. All right. Uh, after this point, these last ones, I didn't count the days because I didn't have enough time to do research, but we will just put our fucking dick in it and go through based off of memory. Okay. Uh, John Cena uh, cashed in and won by DQ against CM Punk when Big Show attacked him. Uh, so basically, he cashed in. It failed. And First failed. fail was John Cena by D fucking Q when Big Show attacks him. After this in this match also, or the week before, they turned CM Punk heel on John Cena, who at the time was the most booed guy on the roster. He turned the most cheered guy heel on the most booed guy in Chicago. What the fuck do you think is gonna happen? But at least we got Paul Heyman out of it. And then you get the big show. The big show. This big guy to come in just to I destroy. love the big show, but like. Also, the actual. It's 2012. Who really wanted to see the big show in the main event picture in the SummerSlam WWE Championship match against the hottest guy in the roster and John fucking Cena? All I remember about the actual match that he won it was that it was, uh, I think, a five-way with only former WWE champions in it. Yes. It was a decent match, I remember, but like up to the point where he actually went up to grab the briefcase. That was hilarious. Looked, it looked like a fuck-up. It looked it like was. a fuck-up. It it, was, that was hilarious. The, uh, well, if you look at it, you can tell Money in the Bank matches are very long. Yeah. That match, I think, went like, if I remember correctly, went like 10 minutes, <laughs> if that. I think it went less than 10, actually. Really bringing the prestige. That's the shortest money in the bank ladder match in history. It broke when he also, hit the big show in the head with it. Also, the idea of a money in the bank being only former WWE champions goes entirely against the idea of money in the bank. To I, me. Like, it was a good match. 
But like, no, like they should do. I like what they did this year. There was no former. I think there was no former world champions in this year. I think so. I mean, because I mean, they threw Logan Paul in there, so it must have been not like. Which any. I thought he was going to win. He. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't too. I just thought he was. Who was? Oh uh, yeah, Damian Priest, uh, which we'll get to next. Damian Sandow gave it a D. Oh wait, no, sorry, my bad. Uh, a D. Uh, a D. Yeah, I gave that one a D because. A minus. He cashed in and lost to John Cena. An A fucking minus. What the fuck? Let a? me let me talk to you. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Damian Sandow in 2013 was one of my top three favorite wrestlers, just behind CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler. It's fair. It's fair. Damian Sandow. Won the money in the bank when I thought Dean Ambrose was going to win that match. Not, I didn't want him to. I thought Dean Ambrose was going to win that match because that's when they were pushing the shield to the fucking moon. Perfectly. Damien Sandow wins with a perfect betrayal of Cody Rhodes. Has an amazing feud with Cody Rhodes, where it's hilarious with the beautiful customized briefcase, the best customized briefcase we've ever had. Yes. It was like bronze. And even the cash in the moment was cool till the one, two, three, where John Cena won. I think it's the only time they actually did a storyline with the briefcase. Damien Sandow would have won that match. That would honestly be like a top three for me. It's I'm a little biased because as a kid, I fucking loved Damien Sandow, and I still do. Yeah. Everything was really good until he got pinned by John Cena. See, I'm glad John Cena had a U.S. title reign that brought other people up. But before that point, he was genuinely just fucking burying people. It wasn't him himself, obviously. It was the booking. But, like, the John Cena character destroyed so many fucking careers. Cut the balls off of Miz, or at least crushed him to the point of shrinking them. So, I mean... Miz was all right. Miz is all right, because Miz Miz learned how to take a loss. Miz is great. Yeah. yeah. Now, next one. Randy... Randall Keith Orton gave it an A. I gave it an also an A. Yes. As a child watching this, I cried. I was sad. Not when he won the case, when he cashed in. I cried. You genuinely tears streaming down? Tears <laughs> going down my face. Six-year-old me was so happy that Daniel Bryan was the WWE champion. Triple H hit him with the pedigree. My jaw hit the floor. One, two, three. Tears in my fucking eyes for the next hour. Which is why it made it. Which is why it's so fucking good. And this is basically what started the amazing, accidental, but amazing WrestleMania 30 storyline. With Daniel Bryan finally winning the belt before he got injured. Which I think is part of the reason why I became a wrestler, honestly. So in a way, they may have wanted to fuck over Daniel Bryan, but in turn, they made something beautiful. They made me. They made me. Um, it was it was genuinely a great fucking moment because it was something you weren't expecting them to actually do. And it was so fucking low hanging and, fruit. Here's another thing that was really good about that cash-in. At the time, Randy Orton had kind of like become stale. He had been the same babyface act for like 
three years at this point without a belt in like it was just boring and it was the same shit over and over again. And they had like lackluster feuds with Kane. The only and there was another guy that's thrown in to face the shield, and it was boring shit. The only peak of that era of Orton was when he hit an RKO on fucking I think Mark Henry and then fucking did yeah. the spring which and was at the like beginning that. of his face turn. Yeah, which was this that, is, that was this is only... two and a half years later. Randy Orton, that's that run got stale. And I'm saying this Randy Orton's my current like favorite wrestler on the roster. Yeah. He got stale. That heel turn brought so much life back into Randy Orton. Uh-huh. So great. I can't remember who was in the match he won. All I remember is Sheamus got injured in that one. Uh-huh. I don't yeah, I don't have that right I don't remember now. the match, but so many good things came to this reign. Yeah. Um, I think it was definitely it was de- I think it definitely made a good shift to making Randy Orton the heel to Daniel Bryan throughout that entire fucking run. And if uh, I remember it right, Randy Orton then would lose it to Daniel Bryan. It would get vacated, and then he'd get Which, it back. All the hot potato stuff was a little end, but yeah. So, so Randy lost it to Bryan. Bryan got forced to vacate the belt. They gave it back. To, Randy won it back from Bryan. Uh, then Bryan beat Randy again. Mm. Then he had to. I think that was a Shawn Michaels one. That's the one where Michaels cost him. Yeah, cost him. Cost him, so he lost it again. Uh. And Randy held it for so many months, and then at WrestleMania, Brian took the belt back. Which was... Which I see why they did it all. Mm. Uh, it was a little much, but also, that was the story they were going for. They wanted you to fucking hate him. Yeah. And Randy Orton and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are good at getting people to fucking hate him. Now, I don't think people anyone to boo Randy Orton. I don't think anyone... Yeah. But he's 20-something years in. It's, it's Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Back then, though, no one gave a shit. No one appreciated Randy Orton. Everyone, Randy Orton's boring. He doesn't, he doesn't do my flips off the top rope. Yeah, Randy Orton is a wrestler. Yeah, it, it sucks. You because... don't need to do six thirty, five hundred, and whatever the fuck mm. flips off the top rope. Which I'm glad because Randy Orton at that point, at that point after WrestleMania, did get a little foot, a little bit of footing back because then he had the like the RKO got really popular online. They didn't capitalize on that all that well, but they did have, it was a feud against Seth Rollins and we'll then we'll get there. And then after, after that feud, I think he meandered a little bit and then 2020 hit turned heel, had that feud with edge. Did some of his best fucking character work. Got into riddle. This was a, this was a career um, resurgence. I would say. Yeah. Revival. There you go. Revival. Career revival for Randy Orton. Not that he had anything to worry about because Randy Orton, mm. but he was just stale. Yeah, he was doing the same was, shit for three years because the, it was it was like the exact opposite of the Dolph Ziggler treatment, where Dolph Ziggler always loses. You can always rely on Randy Orton to beat the shit out of a bad like a bad guy. Yeah, but Randy Orton can also he can lose a match to anybody and still look strong. Mm-hmm. And he also knows how to beat people and make them look strong in defeat, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't know how to do that. And uh, then that went on to Riddle. He had a tag team with Riddle, which I feel like was good. It's very entertaining. It was very entertaining for Randy Orton and Riddle. Riddle by himself, probably not the best. And now Randy, his his return, it's too early on to judge the full thing, but he's feuding with Roman Reigns. looks good for him. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, definitely. It's Randy Orton, though. Of course it's good for him. You got to have love for Randy Orton, which is why we derail from the Money in the Bank conversation. Right? Randy Orton is so fucking good. He deserves it. He deserves the acknowledgement. He does. Over Roman Reigns. Um, Roman's going to win, though. 2014. Seth fucking fucking Seth freaking Rollins. A plus plus. I gave it a nice. That's why I removed the extra plus from Ziggler. 
Wait, a, S plus plus. I mean, you already fucking know. You already fucking this know. This is the moment. Rollins cashing in, or so I. Uh, I was watching wrestling for a couple of years at this point, but like I never really got into it, into it until Rollins split from the Shield. Mm. It hurt me so much, but I was intrigued. And this is when I really started to understand wrestling. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is nice. I liked his heel stuff. I'm like, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Uh, I was there, my first ever wrestling show. Seth Rollins turned on Randy Orton when Randy left the authority. Yeah. And he stomped like off of the desk into the steps and made Randy Orton bleed. That was my first ever wrestling show. That's sick as hell. And me being a big Randy Orton fan, I'm like, Fuck Seth Rollins, but I love Seth Rollins. During this, he had the fucking amazing triple threat match with John Cena and Brock Lesnar mm. that I love. He had the match with Randy Orton at WrestleMania 31, the most beautiful RKO of all time. You cannot fuck And then this cash-in is the exact reason I became a professional wrestler. Mm. I saw Seth Rollins cash in Money in the Bank on Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and I said, I want to do this. Mm. If it was not for this, I do not exist. This is the my favorite moment in wrestling history. I think what makes it again, it was one of the first. It was one of the first times ever that someone cashed in in the middle of an already established match. And there's always been times where, like you expect it, but like it still comes out of nowhere. But you still expect it. Yeah. No one could have even thought that Rollins was going to, especially because he lost earlier in the night, which was a smart decision. Yeah. If he wins, you're like, oh, maybe. He lost. You're like, oh, there's no fucking way. He just lost to Randy Orton. Mm. Uh, and his Roman Reigns at his peak of, not popularity, peak of his push. Mm. It's like just when he's starting to. If Vince never pushed Roman Reigns, we would have never gotten this. Because Roman was so fucking utterly booed, and that match already, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, was already being shit on. That they needed to pull something out. Here's bad. Like, if you look at all the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar, getting off topic for two seconds, looking at all the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar matches, mm. we wanted to see it a couple times. Every time we wanted to see it, it was bad. We didn't want to see it the first time, and that was really fucking good. Yeah. Like, the two times we wanted to see it the least, the first and the last, it was really good. <laughs> really fucking good. Every other time, dog shit. Dog shit. The last one was really good. That was the one where he fucking uh, pitched forth the fucking ring. It was great. amazing. It was, yeah, it was fucking great. Really? Even, though, even though half the Which audience. I get that match. I see why they did that, though, because they had to come up with something. That was supposed to be Randy Orton originally at SummerSlam. Yeah. Here's Roman. But he got hurt. Mm. So they had, to, they had to go to Brock. So they needed to do something creative. And honestly, God, that was an amazing. That's something you don't expect. If you heard that, you'd think that'd be on a fantasy book. You never expect. Like, everyone, you know, they're a kid playing with toys. They're going to flip the ring over or, like. You talk with your friends just fucking around. Oh, you can flip the... You never actually expect somebody to flip the fucking ring halfway <laughs> and then upside Roman, down. And then Roman actually selling that, that beautiful sell. Beautiful sell of falling out the fucking ring was amazing. All right, back to Money in the Bank. Shamos. I gave it an F. I'm going to give it a D. For the fact... The he, moment was cool, and that was it. <laughs> he cashed in and won against Roman Reigns. I just love the face of Roman... And I think everyone wanted it because they hated Roman Reigns, but... did. He came back with a shitty they haircut. Could have done, shitty they haircut. could have done so much better with that. Like, the cash was cool. Mm. From there, just... Fucking... Yeah, no. Head I, has fallen out. Head has died. Head has fucking died. Head has been revived. <clears throat> um, he he beat it again. Yeah, he won it against Roman Reigns after Roman 
defeated Ambrose for a vacant title. And so then Roman, he held the title 41 days to lose it in a nothing match on Raw back to Roman Reigns. So I guess it's better that uh, Roman won because if Ambrose had won it and then Sheamus cashed in, actually, if Ambrose won it and Sheamus cashed in, I think that would have elicited a lot more of a heat to Sheamus. Because people actually like the Ambrose. Yeah. No one gave a shit about Roman Reigns. So that was that's why it's kind of F because it was a missed opportunity. Dean fucking Ambrose. This was awesome. Cashed in and won an hour after he won it against Rollins. The title reign was dog shit. Yeah. After Rollins beat Reigns, making it so that every member of the former Shield had held that title in one night. That was a beautiful moment. Yeah, that's why I gave it, it an A. I gave it a I gave it a B plus because the moment was great. Yeah. I'll give it an A minus. A minus. Mm. The moment was great. Look at this. The shield triple tech could have been so much more. Yeah. And then he had a he had a stinker with Dolph Ziggler at fucking SummerSlam. Yeah. So bad. And then he like loses to AJ Styles, but like they made AJ Styles cheat. It's AJ Styles. He doesn't have to. And that was in that was 2016, right? Yeah. So I mean, I guess a good trade. It point. was the draft. Yeah. No. At that point, I mean, that may have been a shitty way for him to lose the title, but it definitely kicked off in the 2016 SmackDown really well. Yes, which like, I love 2016 SmackDown. So AJ Styles making that heat by cheating created James Ellsworth. Moving on. Moving on. 2017. Uh Carmella. Uh C. I gave it a C because I, you know, I cash in a one against Charlotte Flair. That's why it's a C. That's why I get something in my good graces. Charlotte Flair is a good wrestler, objectively. It's just whenever she gets on the mic, I have to fucking tune out. She won it after the debuting iconics. Beat the Shav, Charlotte, and then she won it. Don't remember all that much from the title reign. Don't even remember who she lost to. All I remember is how she won the money in bank was he who shall not be named fucking grabbed the briefcase. Uh, you want to know who Carmella lost it to? Who? Charlotte Flair. Never mind. It's a D. Which that is the match where Becky Lynch became the man and turned on Charlotte Flair, but still. <laughs> Fair. Next one. Baron... Corbin. F. 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 Cash. Nuff said. Nuff said. said. Okay, okay, okay. Jinder Mahal. Nuff said. Alexa Bliss. D. Uh, Cash in a once, one against Nia Jax. Held it for only 63 days before losing it to Ronda Rousey in a squash. She only held it for 63 days, implying they had no actual plans. Um, and yeah, I, The plan was... Put Ronda Rousey over, but if you want to put Ronda Rousey over, why not just have her beat Nia Jax? Yeah, have her beat. Exactly. I love Alexa Bliss. Yeah, there's no point. And I don't remember all that much from the title reign itself, so that's why it's a D. Bliss's title reigns blend in together for me. Yeah, because I I like I love Alexa Bliss. I love Alexa Bliss, which why it gets in good graces, and I bet the actual cashing was nice. Um, but then I get the visual. It was because every, like I hated Ronda Rousey. Every, everyone liked her at the time because she was only a match in. Yeah, I always hated Ronda Rousey from the start. And I've always hated Nia Jax because she's never been a good wrestler. So I didn't want to see this match at all. And I'm literally like falling asleep watching it. And then I, I hear, what the hell? Huh? Bliss is in the ring. What the? I got so happy. Okay. So that's, that's the redeeming part of it. So next is Braun Strowman. Ash. <laughs> Cashed in. And the match was a no I, I wrote this, this down. This is what the I match, read as the literal worst one of all time. The match was a no fucking contest due to interference by Brock Lesnar. And the worst part is Heyman spraying McFoley with fucking pepper spray for the spot. 
So, I mean, it's a hell in a cell. It should not have been a no contest. There's no rules. So why Fo- are you attacking Mick- the ref? <laughs> Mick Foley got pepper sprayed for a shitty reason. Why waste the money in the bank on something like that? At least with DQ, at least with the DQ, there's something there. There was something there with a DQ, but with a no contest in hell of a cell. They places, fumbled the bag. They fumbled the, the bag. Raw after SummerSlam when he was going to cash in on Roman Reigns. When they did like the fourth Shield reunion when when people stopped giving a shit about the Shield. Yeah. Braun should have won on Raw right then and there. What makes it enough is because Braun Strowman's actual momentum and actual... That's what he, killed it. Yeah, that's what killed it. Like, was, Braun was... 2017, he should have won the belt from Brock. And we thought, they okay, maybe they're going to do it here. Yeah. No. And he didn't wind up winning the belt for another two years. And, and it was fucking dog shit. And it's not even like, as a big man, Braun Strowman is not like, usually with big men that are tall, you're expecting them to have some kind of bad rep to them. But Strowman was fucking jacked and can move. At the time. At well, the he, t- still, he still yeah. can. He still can. Yeah, I thought you were saying something else at first. Yeah, but he's he was really fucking big. And a menace and something as it's rare that a giant can be a baby face and make it actually work to some regard. They fucking got thunder in a fucking light, like a lightning in a bottle and they decided to crush it. Braun had so much potential coming out of the live family. Yeah. And they decided to squash for a reason. Bailey, I gave it a B. I don't remember this at all. I don't like, remember. Bailey won the money. Bailey cashed in and won against Charlotte Flair, so that's a plus. Went on to hold the title for 140 days before losing it back to Charlotte Flair for four to five days before winning it back and holding it for 380 days. They had Charlotte Flair beat her just to give it back to her and cut off what could have been a fucking 500-day reign. So that's why it's a B. I love Bailey. They did that. Fucking D. And I don't even remember her winning the belt. <laughs> B. D. Okay. All right. All I'm saying is good graces, Bailey. I don't Hart. remember her winning the case on the belt. I love Bailey. Yeah, but I don't remember it either, to be honest. I don't remember it, so I don't care. And why the fuck did she lose it for five-something days to win it back? If she, that was going to be 500 fucking – I think the reason I gave it a B, B – I The reason I gave it a B – B minus. My God. The only reason I gave it a B is because it seemed like they – other than the Charlotte Flair incident, they had a plan to have it on her for a and while. And it's 2019 WWE. You no. Uh, oh, ah, Jesus! I didn't. That know. whole year was fucking terrible, except one thing. What? Our next. Brock. Brock Lesnar. No, no. I'm not C. saying he deserved give, to win. Give it a C. I'll give, give C. It. I'll give it C plus. C plus. Okay. I'm not saying he deserved to win it because he wasn't in the fucking match. But it was so entertaining watching this man run around. The money in the bank is a boombox. Gave it dancing. Brock having fun. Yeah. It's fucking funny to me. Which made it so his character had some a bit of a little Which bit I more. I don't like that they wasted it just to get another SummerSlam main event out for Brock to lose the belt. I don't 20 days later to Seth Rollins. The only reason I don't understand it is I don't understand where the trend because this started the trend of having the money in the bank ladder match and then having like it, I don't I don't like this notion because it, it happened with Roman Reigns too and it happened with Theory. No, no, it happened with Roman Reigns too. I don't think it happened with Theory. With the entire match happening at the last second, someone's music hits and then they win. It's like, all right, you just because I believe it was Ricochet who was about to win the fucking money in the yes. briefcase, and then Brock Lesnar came down, squashed him. They had a match and then he got fucking squashed again. It was just destroying everything for the sake of nothing. I, I, and it was a good match too. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember who he lost. It wasn't Ricochet. It was Ali. It was Ali. That makes sense. Brock lost the belt to Seth Rollins a month later. 
So they scored. After cashing in on Seth Rollins. So they, they, they. It was useless. It was entertaining. So C plus. That's where the plus comes from. It was entertaining. Yeah, that's fair. But it was pointless. It was pointless. I also remember, I just remember being in a coffee shop at Dunkin' Donuts and seeing that happen, and I was genuinely fucking you irritated. You want to the pointless? Go to the next one. Well, this was not pointless. Asuka. Oh, I th- Asuka. I thought. Uh, yeah, I thought, I, I, thought, yeah, I, thought, yeah. The, I thought. Yeah, no, you're fine. You're good. You're good. You're good. All right, Asuka. I gave it a B. Uh, never. Be. This is the first one that I had never cashed in, but was given the title by Becky Lynch after Lynch announced her pregnancy. Which B, B- minus because they should have just they should have just made it for the belt. No, the ladder match. No, just made it for the belt. No, I, what, what I say is because it gives us the opportunity of that moment in the pandemic era where everything's quiet, where something actually genuinely wholesome and nice happened. You could have had you could have had Becky Lynch do that the Raw before and just have the case the match for the belt. Okay, maybe. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just like the I just like the idea of this match was entertaining. The the fucking the corporate ladder match was fucking entertaining. Oh my god, we didn't even speak of that. I didn't remember that. that but entertaining the, as shit. Entertaining because it's the weird, first time. but very entertaining. Because both of the, both ladder matches were intertwined with one another, and that's why I like. Uh, that's why I was actually genuinely. I think I may have been the only one, but I was genuinely like me watching wrestling live may have peaked in the pandemic era, which is fucking wild. I fucking know. But to me, with Drew McIntyre being the world champion, that definitely pushed it. But also with the idea of them now having their back against the wall, having absolute silence if something shitty happens. So they're forced to make actual good stories. And for the most part, they fucking did. Everyone fucking turned on. For the most part. Yeah, not for the most part. There's a lot of shitty ones. But the promos got better because the promos had to fill the dead air. There was no way. And also, you're not hearing all this obviously you're paying attention you're listening closely yeah like a jake roberts promo. like drew McIntyre's promos during that point was like the peak of why i love wrestling at that point and still was watching given i was an alcoholic but still it was really good um she went on to hold it for 96 days i think this is the reason i gave it to be held it for 96 days before losing it to shasta banks via count out she what? lost the title via count out I didn't watch wrestling at all during this time. I watched- Which is probably why Pandemic Era was kind of ass, too. Because because it was a match for the championship between her and Sasha Banks, and they made it so that count-out counted. And it was like, what the fuck are you doing? The only time that ever happened otherwise was Randy Orton versus Christian, which I think worked in some sense, but still was just like... It was uh, if Randy got DQ'd, he would lose. Okay, got you. And that's why fucking Christian Cage was fucking... Made sense. made sense in the term of story. Christian was... They built up Randy's anger issues, and Christian made force Randy to kick him right in the cock. It was hilarious. <laughs> so that was actually good. But this one was count out, which for no discernible logical storytelling reason would make sense, other than they didn't want Asuka. Like B minus. They did not want Asuka. C. See, they really were caring about protecting Asuka, even though they fucking broke her record by making her tap the Charlotte Flair. And this was just also a weird way to turn Asuka face. Yeah. Which I, I, I feel like this. I feel like that. Winning the belt. I'm a baby face now. <laughs> After was it after the Kabuki Warriors where she was like spraying mist in people's faces or was that before? What was that before? The Kabuki after? Warriors. This is this is when they moved Money in the Bank from instead of like towards the end of the summer, it was the first pay per view after WrestleMania. Yeah. So it's like four weeks later at WrestleMania, the Kabuki Warriors were heels in the opener for the tag titles. <laughs> so it was a it was a sharp fucking turn. Sharp fucking turn. So next, they didn't turn Kyrie face. I don't think. I don't remember. No, Kyrie got fucking released. Yeah, because she couldn't come back to America, so they just released her. Um, 
which I believe she got written off by Bailey beating the living shit out of her. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, which is why they're that. That's now. This is the one I was talking about when we could talk about pointless. Otis, I gave it a C. Funny. <laughs> I I couldn't tell if you were saying the actual rain was funny, but me saying C. Hey, funny. That's funny as fuck. What's uh? Him what's winning up? the case is hilarious. AJ and Corbin drop the case and falls into his arms. Okay. You made you you're building it up that Otis is not better than these guys, but. He, I like the fact it was that cool. it was logistic because like he couldn't climb the like that the ladder. Fair, Otis it's, was a very popular guy at the time, one of the most popular guys. Yeah, and he turned it into a lunchbox, which was funny. Yeah, I mean they kind of made the money to make it seem like a joke, but it's Otis. It's funny. It's like if our truth were to win it, which mm-hmm. I actually want that to happen. Yeah, that's really. But um, he lost fucking, it. and then he just loses it to the Miz. I would have rather had Otis just like fail the cash in because he's like a fool character. Yeah, uh, Roman Reigns. Like I he think, comes out against Roman Reigns. Was that after the? That was after the Mandy Rose storyline, right? Yeah, fresh after it. Fresh. I feel like they could have. If she they, was walking around with him during this reign. I feel like that could have. If they, it was nice. Uh, Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth, in the fucking mania. There, it sucks. Yeah. It couldn't be in front of people, but at the same time, if they want to continue that story, they could have had. Um, um, my they, buddy, uh, shout out, uh, my buddy Boyack. Uh, he loves the storyline. He called it. Uh, it, it resonates with him because he's a fat guy. He goes, he called it the fat guy got the girl. Yeah, great. Which made, <laughs> which made it very wholesome, which I was fine with. Um, I, I, they could have did more with that. Um, Miz then. Winnings. I would have just rather had Otis lose lose the cash into Roman Reigns. Yeah, because it would have made sense. Otis being the full character at the time, and then Roman Reigns and being a fucking asshole. Roman Reigns. In that case, they could have. They could have had. Chief. They could have even had Jey Uso cost Otis the fucking money in the bank. Which I know was overdone to all shit, but still could have been good. Um, then he Miz successfully won it against Drew McIntyre. I loved the moment of the Miz winning the belt. I was I fine with the Miz. I don't like what happened. After Why that. the fuck did he lose it eight days later? You could have at least given him a month. <laughs> I, think, I think he lost at fourteen. I think he lost at fourteen. Eight. It was eight because eight. okay, yeah, it's probably because I remember he came out on Raw the next night, bitched out, got the match the next week, and lost. Okay, okay, yeah, the yeah, lumberjack yeah. match, and they in had the middle of the card, not the opener, not the main event. In the middle they, of the card, Monday Night Raw. And they had the entire roster there to celebrate with Bobby Lashley winning it. Even though he's a heel. Makes all the sense in the world. Um, and they really fucked over Miz. They fucked over Miz in that sense. And what did you wind up doing at WrestleMania? Oh, no, that was bad money. No, man, that was a good I remember, what was it? It was, uh, it was Miz fucking saying, Lashley, wait, we can make this a big deal. We can make this the main event of the next pay-per-view. And then Lashley was like, nah, dog, you fucking losing that shit. <laughs> I want the belt now. Next one. Nikki. A S H F C F cashed in and wanted to get once again Charlotte Flair point gave me pure adrenaline rush when she won when she won it. It gave me a pure adrenaline rush when she won it. See, and when then I was success- watching this pay per view, um, I was hanging out at a friend's house. Or I was actually living there at the time. Yeah, I moved out of here for a while. Um, and uh, we decided to go get uh, food from the store. I come back. And there's another match on. I'm like, all right, cool. In, in the middle of the match, it shows a replay that Nikki, Nikki A.S.H. won the case. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, they could have made it a way better story. They could have made it a way better story, but they decided not to. I only fucking got over. I got It went over on me because, again, fuck Charlotte Flair. Uh, for no reason, really. It's my own pettiness. But on top of that, I, I, I found the Nikki Ash character at first endearing. I didn't. 
it, 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 over time, it got fucking weird. It got really fucking weird, and it uh, got really childish. And even the hurricane wants his gimmick back. Uh, and she only held it for 32 days, implying they had no thing. But they had her go over Charlotte Flair the next week because Charlotte Flair wanted a rematch, and she won. She got a win over. I don't remember that. She got a win. It was a fucking extreme rules match, and I genuinely loved it. I thought they were gonna have Charlotte Flair squash her, but they had her win it, and it was like, okay, I'm okay with this. Um, so that's why I gave it a C because again, overall, his point stands. I mean, Nikki Ash. Why did they turn her like? They could have been other women. They could have put over. Um, even if she stayed Nikki Cross, I love. I'm yeah. a big Nikki Cross fan. Yeah, exactly. I love that's Nikki it. Cross. This is a joke character. It's another making a joke out of the Money in the Bank briefcase. They tried to recreate the entertainment that they had with Otis, and it didn't work. She cashed in the next day. Yeah. It's like, what was the point? And it, it that's the thing. It just takes away from the women, like the women's roster in that sense, to make a joke yeah. out of it, have her lose it to. Which I think Rhea Ripley was champion. She lost to Charlotte just for Charlotte to take the pin from Nikki Ace. And Rhea then, Ripley was hot at the time. She just debuted. Yeah, and then the belt instantly. Then Brock Lesnar heard of the belt. And then they had this is off topic, but then they had a one on one Rhea and Charlotte. Not after this, but like sometime after this. And the the DQ was Charlotte smacking Rhea's head against the fucking uh, the tabletop, and then they both just laugh at each other. They're both the you can't tell who's heel or face. It was an ass storyline. It was a really bad storyline. Really? Yes. I it was, don't remember this. It was a bad storyline. So when COVID hit is when I kind of stopped watching wrestling. So. Yeah. Um, next. Big E gave it a a. Uh, a C. I gave it a C. I gave it a C. Mostly because... The way he in? No, it was more than that. The way he won it, which was, again, the same way Dolph Ziggler really won it, which was Alberto Real face being injured than him taking advantage. But something about this was weird. It was Bobby Lashley injured and then Biggie coming in. And on top of that, he announced the fucking cash in on Twitter. That did make me a little upset. Cash in the... He, he, Which it is the only reason I watched Raw that yeah. night, so I see why they did it. But like, come on. And then they had... They never had him really go over during his title reign. They had him constantly fucking lose during his title reign itself. I don't even remember how long it was. And then they... Um, his title reign was like... It was 110 days. And they didn't put him over in any regard during that, really. The way he lost like, it, too, was so bullshit, It was dude. also on top of that, in the title reign, it was Drew McIntyre versus him at Survivor Series, and then Drew McIntyre won. Crown Jewel. Oh, no, 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 yeah, Crown Jewel. No, it was Biggie versus Roman Reigns, and then Roman Reigns beat him, which, I mean, understandable in that context, but again, just never getting him over. Here's what didn't make sense. On Raw, they had a triple threat match between the Universal Champion, the WWE Champion, and Bobby Lashley. And Roman Reigns pinned the WWE champion. Instead of Bobby Lashley. <laughs> so that implying that they had him on for a while, but they never intended on doubling down. They didn't intend on making him look like the top guy. They just gave him the belt to get the feel-good moment and to get the views. And the piece of shit thing on top of the cake was and two another, another person of color losing the world title. Another mem- member of the New Day. Losing the world title to Brock fucking Lesnar. Look, look at this. How many African-American WWE champions have there been? The no. Rock, Kofi, Bobby Lashley, Big E. They all lost the belt to Brock Lesnar. I don't know what that's supposed to fucking mean, dog. Kofi's was the most 
I don't want to talk about. I don't that. want to talk about either. Next. Yeah, yeah. Next, next, next. Um, Liv Morgan cashed in. When and was this? This was this was last year, my dude. What? Ca- Liv Morgan cashed in and once against Ronda Rousey, and again the issue that they I had with like Biggie. The issue they had with Biggie is that they made Liv Morgan look weak. She Dude. won the title in a cheap way. I think I forgot exactly what way, but it was in a cheap way against Ronda Rousey. And then Ronda Rousey almost nearly like immediately got it fucking back. So there was no reason to do this. So I didn't know Liv Morgan ever won the women's title. <laughs> I gave it a C because a feel good moment for Liv Morgan. I don't like Liv Morgan. I don't like Ronda Rousey. I didn't know this happened. F. No, what I'll tell you is a real fucking F. It's this next one. Uh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory, boy. I don't know what you would have did here. So this is what happened. Cash in and lost against Seth Rollins after Seth Rollins was beaten up by Val Lashley. And this is the first time someone cashed in on non-world title person because it was Roman Reigns' world title. So it made sense. But at the same time. If you're going to have him lose, you could have him lose to Roman Reigns. Yeah. You want to look at it this way? It was an open challenge. Why'd you cash in? <laughs> it was God. There's so many letters to be. The thing about here's, it is, here's, here's, I'm gonna give it a D minus. The reason I'm not giving it an F is an inside reason. It's a personal reason. Uh, I was on the phone with Demi Gagne, my tag team partner. Oh God. And uh, theory wasn't that announced for the match. And I told I was just trying to fuck around with Mikey just to piss him off because I know he hates Austin Theory. I'm like, Austin Theory's gonna join this match and win. Just to fuck with Mikey. It actually fucking happened. So it popped so I, I, it popped me. So I'm gonna give it a D. I'm not. I'm gonna give it a D just for that moment. Yeah. Other than that, fuck it. Ugh, Which is really, it's it's crazy because at the time Vince was in charge and was really prodding Austin Theory around. Which people rarely get Vince's stamp of approval. Like really rarely do. And I understand Vince's moniker of lose, 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 lose. Then you'll be good. But if you're gonna pride someone around as your prodigal son, why treat him such like so shitty? Like why treat him like fucking this dog shit underneath your fucking boot? I understand why because Austin Theory as a heel has no fucking character. He's just standing there looking out in the distance, being like, "Oh, he was good in the way. He's good as a face. He's good in the ring. Yeah, he's really good in the ring. And his, I, from what I've heard, his face moveset is actually a lot better than I've his heel. I've never seen him work as a baby face. So. I saw him a little bit in uh. I forgot what it was. Evolve, probably. Evolve, evolve. I saw him been involved, and I love his move set. But like, he's found his footing now with Grayson Waller because they gave him something to bounce off of. They work they, really well together. They work well together. They need more of a gimmick, but they work well together. Yeah, um, from what I've seen, because Grayson Waller has is good on the mic, so that's what's saving us. Both good in the ring. Yeah, but so when this happened, it was just like. I understand you guys are trapped in a fucking corner and you don't know what to fucking do. Have him look like an idiot and lose to Roman Reigns. Yeah, exactly. That it's Roman Reigns losing to Roman Reigns won't hurt anybody. Because and they could have done it the exact same way, just with him losing to Roman Reigns, and he that angers him, so he comes back and wins the U.S. title. That's another thing. Yeah. Why do you lose the cash in in a U.S. title open challenge to win the U.S. title two weeks later, anyways? Why not just fucking win it there, and why waste it on an open Tell a fucking story. Because, like, I don't know. Even as a bad guy, bad guys are notoriously known to be chicken shits. Like, they're notoriously known for that. But even with that, if you're going to have a heel persona in WWE of all places, you have to have some modicum of confidence. 
And him choosing to go against Seth Rollins was him admitting he was afraid of Roman Reigns. He kept Reigns. running away from everybody, so it already showed. Like, yeah. With Roman Reigns. I wouldn't have been mad if they had him cashing on the NXT title. That would have been interesting. That would have been way more interesting. I would even be cool if they had Priest do that now because, like, I'd be kind of pissed. I would be, but I want him to win. I don't want him to fail. No, that's fair. I, I mean, with the entire. Not, no, he ain't going to beat Roman. I want. Now, that's, that, that, bleeds in the, that bleeds into the current ones that I don't have written down because I didn't give official ratings to because they're not over yet. As in, they didn't even. None of them. One of them hasn't lost it, and then one of them one of them hasn't lost the title, and the other one hasn't cashed in yet. So I couldn't give a. I'm gonna give ranking. Priest. I'm not a fan of Priest's uh, run with the Money Bank. I love Damian Priest. I love that he won it. I didn't think he was gonna win it, and when he did, it popped me. I was like, "Hey, this is cool." There's been so many opportunities where it made so much fucking sense for him to cash in on Seth Rollins, and he never did. Fucking payback. Rollins beats Nakamura. Rollins is sitting in the middle of the ring, not able to walk. The pay-per-view is on air still for another six minutes. He's in the ring. Why the fuck is Damian Priest not cashing in money in the bank right there? Because they're selling. SummerSlam, they made him look like a bitch. So many other pay-per-views, they made him look like a bitch. And I was at SummerSlam, and that pissed me the fuck off. But we got an iconic death player. That was good. Damian Priest has had so many opportunities to cash in right now. And they just keep making him look like a pussy. See, the, and I hate it. The way and I, I feel like he's gonna lose, and I fucking ooh. the way I justify that is because Triple H is on the books. Triple H is on the books, and it's very hard on this skate to really kind of move around that. Especially if they, it depends on when they had the plan to have CM Punk versus Rollins and Mania. I think they're very, I think they're avoiding a situation where they win. They Damian Priest wins it. To just lose it 36 days after because they have an alternative plan. Got an idea. What's up? Get heat in Philadelphia, and I'm going to be there. So, Punk beats Rollins for the belt. Priest cashes in and takes it right from CM Punk. Which immediately. Which I would only justify that with if it's, and then he holds it till SummerSlam and loses it back to Punk, and then Punk gets his run. Okay. Okay. There. Yeah. And then they can have the fucking. He doesn't uh, lose it a month later. He loses it at SummerSlam. So Priest gets three or four months with the title. Yeah. And then Punk gets his reign. And that would only work if Damian Priest is still a heel at that point, obviously. Which I don't feel like he's going to be. because He's going to be a face because he's going to leave the Judgment Day sooner or later. Or, you know what would make me even happier? Because I know Cody's going to beat Roman. I don't want him to, but he will. Cody will. Priest cashes in immediately on Cody Rhodes. Adversity. Cody Rhodes needs more fucking adversity. That is the greatest story I've ever fucking heard. You finish your story, so I Cody just, Rhodes no, no, can come no. out and cry more. I finished the story to just burn your fucking book. That would be an amazing fucking line. That, honest to God, I'd be fine with that if not for the fact we already you had. Did, you finished your story. I'm writing mine right over yours. Yeah, no, like I'm scribbling right over it, buddy. So. I feel like that finished your story. Now I'm erasing it. No, you may have said that as a joke, but genuinely, that would really piss me off to a horrible extent. But it would be amazing. It wouldn't piss me off. It'd make me so happy because I'm so tired of Cody Rhodes. I love Cody Rhodes. So to the last one, EO. I love EO's cash in. The last one. I'm a little biased because I was there. EO Sky. I was there when she cashed in, so Mm -hmm. I'm a little biased, but I loved it. I'd say and, no. Um, I'm not a. I'm not a huge. I'm not saying I dislike her or she's a bad wrestler. I'm just not a huge Bianca Belair fan. It's more of like, it feels like Roman Reigns ten years ago. It feels like being shoved down. The, the problem. The down. problem with Bianca Belair, 
is that she's been a face for way too fucking long. She needs to hear She's not. Been, I feel, that's why I feel like she should have joined Bobby Lash's group. Like her, I, I see it and when she. You know, I, there's chemistry there because her fucking husband's there. I see it when she talks. They're not giving her stories as a face that she could actually bite into. She's really much just. I, I see it in her promos where she has the confidence, but she doesn't know what to say all the time because there's no storyline there. Um, and I still love her as a wrestler. She's able to sell her fucking ass off. She's able to look good. She has the fu- she has the fucking whip, which makes her more unique. Um, but I was very happy when Io Sky won the fucking title. Yeah, very I happy. Was mad like that they. You know, they uh, at first because I didn't know Io was cashing in. Obviously, I didn't expect it. I expected Priest to cash in that night, so I didn't expect Io. Mm. Um, fucking, you know, Oscar wins the belt. Cool. She should have won it at Mania, not a month later, but whatever. Oscar wins the belt for two months later for Bianca to win it back in that triple threat. Yeah, pissed me off so much. And then I heard Io's music. I'm like, yo, please. Yeah, seeing a Money in the Bank cashing in person is like. It still doesn't feel real, and it's been four and a half months since it happened. Yeah, it's just fucking awesome. By the time this comes out, it's been five months. Yeah, like it's just it's just badass. Well, I also like about it is that it it, it created a very nuanced storyline with damage control in some sense because originally when she had that briefcase, you'd assume when she won the title, Bailey would get pissed off or turn on her, but no, they've turned it so that Bailey. It looks like the rest of damage control is going to turn on Bailey. Triple H's first Money in the Bank cash in. Was done very fucking well. His first Money in the Bank cash in was Austin Theory. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that, Ty. I thought it was Vince McMahon, but you had more info on me. It, uh, it was it was Vince when he won the case, but the first Triple H when he cashed Triple H. In. Triple mean, H's first full Money in the Bank run. Yeah, was right. that makes a lot more sense. It, it, Triple H took the books and saw Austin Theory was like, nah, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to fucking rebuild you, so we have to tear you the fuck down. But then that title run with the U.S. title was so fucking boring. And so long. I thought they were only making it long to beat Dean Ambrose's, but no. Right. But then he just loses it anyway. So what? Huh? Why? It, 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 it sent the U.S. title into a state of abysmal, and then he lost it to Rey Mysterio, which... I hate wrestling so much. I mean, I would have loved it if they put over someone else, but I mean, I'm fine with Rey Mysterio as well. But that match was good. I like the current United States champion. I hate him. Logan Paul. I hate him. Uh, see, what this is the fucked up part. This makes another Logan Paul is the greatest point in the flaw of my logic because it, I'm a hypocrite. Because before he got into wrestling, hate Logan Paul. After he got into wrestling, still hate Logan Paul. But he's an amazing wrestler. And I have to see him on a consistent basis and acknowledge that he's a good wrestler. And anytime he's on. But then I have to remember the fact that he is supposedly fucking messaged underage girls and has fucking filmed a dead fucking body on YouTube and, and, and started a fucking cryptocurrency that he fucking gave up on and stole their fucking money, supposedly. But it, it's the greatest. It pisses me off. It pisses me off because it's like I don't like seeing people on TV that I like as a wrestler, but I hate as a fucking human being. It pisses me off my That's core. Fair. I like Logan Paul as a wrestler. I love him as a wrestler. Like him, him as a wrestler. And I never looked much into his personal shit, so I don't really know much of it. I know the Jap- I know the filming the dead body in Japan. But yeah, but I've watched so much fucking hit pieces on him that like. And Prime is good. Take that fucking back. No, we're not supporting Prime on this fucking podcast. Certain flavors. 
Certain flavors of cum taste good too, but you don't see me fucking talking about that. Oh, you wait, can. I did. Oh, I can't? Oh, okay. no. <laughs> but, um, this has been raiding money in the bank. But what about your Universe. fucking. Wait, 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 wait. What about your top 10? Go on. I top- basically said that. I was explaining it the whole time. Okay, buddy. Um, well, this has been. We have to have a good outro, which implies. This has been raiding money in the bank. We have to beat the shit out of someone, and we have to die tonight, boys. We have to die tonight. Head is back. Want to give me head, buddy? All right, well, then come here, buddy. Here you go. Okay, this has been The Prince <laughs> and Me. Um, <gasps> thank you for watching our very first episode on New Year's Day. Uh, hope you had a fabulous New Year's Day. Hopefully you're not too drunk. And uh, Look, I, want to see, I, want to, I want them to see my face when I do this. Just do it. I love you all. Thank you for watching The Prince and Me. Um, we hope you enjoyed this first episode. That went 25 minutes over the time we were. No, we playing. don't have to have a time limit. Um, it's okay. Uh, I mean, love you all. We uh, we're gonna be coming back. We're gonna try next and, week. We're, yeah, definitely. We're trying to do this every Monday and hopefully game better by the day. Uh, see you guys later. Have a good day. Peace, bitches. <laughs>